Recognition, power, and influence is your birthright, and this podcast shows you how to get there. Welcome to episode number 217. Today's episode is about how to create that development plan with your boss. Many of you are going to your boss, asking your boss to do all of the legwork for you to create your own development path forward, rightfully so because your boss is in control of your promotion. But what ends up happening is you do exactly what they're telling you to do, and then come the end of the year, you don't get promoted. So there has to be another way. Luckily, I know another way, a way that you can begin to proactively create this development path, but also stay in the driver's seat so that you ensure that not only you get your promotion at performance review time, but you're more likely to get that promotion way sooner than that. All right, let's get started. Welcome to Women Changing Leadership. I am your host, Stacey Mayer, and I teach you how to get promoted, get paid, and bring your whole self to the leadership table. I am on a mission to change organizations from the C-suite out because women are the new face of leadership, and we are doing it on our terms. Hello, corporate badasses. Welcome to another episode of Women Changing Leadership. I am your host, Stacey Mayer, and super excited, as always, to be here with you again this week. As I'm recording today's episode, I am already thinking about what I want to talk to you about next week. I haven't fleshed out exactly all of the talking points, but basically, I want to plant a seed so that you make sure that you listen, because this is absolutely huge. I have two clients right now that are experiencing the exact same results by essentially not giving a shit at work. And and really what that means is they have been working really hard for the past couple of years to solve some really big problems at work. And it's causing them a lot of stress in terms of not feeling like their voice is heard. They feel like they keep hitting dead ends. They're not getting promoted. They were very frustrated when they first came to me to start coaching. And now, just after working with them one-on-one for, I don't know, like maybe four or five weeks, it hasn't even been that long, everything, the entire tables have been shifted. One woman is getting offered a position where she can basically write her own role and then internally where she has been pushing for a while to be able to get a promotion and a raise and was told a hard no. Now, all of a sudden, they want to talk to her about this. And this isn't because of the external role. She didn't use it as collateral, but it's just because of her energetic shift and really focusing on what's most important. Same, same for the other person. She said, the more that I stop trying to get into everybody's business and solve every single problem, the more people are coming to me for solutions. There is a reason that this happens, and I'm going to talk about it next week and so that you can start to do and create this freedom for yourself. Um, But I really need to plant that seed. and, And literally just like five minutes before I recorded this podcast episode, I received this very lengthy email about all of the transformation that's happening for one of my clients in this way. So just huge. I'm so excited for them and just really what opportunities are next for for all of my clients and for you as the listeners. So today's podcast, however, 
is also coming from a conversation that I had with a client who hasn't even started coaching with me yet. This was from a free consultation that I did with her a couple of weeks, and she inspired this episode because she was putting together and she has had a development plan with her boss for the past two years. And long story short, it didn't work. It didn't lead to a promotion. It didn't lead to more money. It just led to more headaches. And she was completely baffled as to why this plan that she has been working on with her boss for the past couple of years didn't work, right? It was supposed to pan out exactly as promised, and it didn't, right? And then the only thing that she can think of is, you know, her boss just doesn't care about her. And I gave her some alternative solutions. And then luckily, we're going to start coaching together in my eight-week one-on-one coaching program where we're going to solve this issue going forward forevermore. She's never going to fall into this trap again. And I'm so excited about that. But I'm going to use her as an example of what not to do. And and then I, in this episode, I'm going to give you the step-by-step process of how to actually create a development plan with your boss so that you don't fall into this trap of two years from now, nothing, crickets. Yeah, keep doing what you're doing after two years. Ah, no more. All right. So the first thing that I really want to commend her for is having a development plan. If you're listening to this podcast episode and you don't have a really solid conversation with your boss on a regular basis, like let's say every six weeks about what's next in your career, then you're doing it wrong, right? And so I really want to applaud her and commend her for even taking this step because it's huge. I, I mean, I don't have the exact percentages, but I would say most people don't have a development plan at all, right? They basically are waiting for that performance review. So those yearly check-ins to then get the development plan and then they get the development plan that their boss gives them. And then they wait an entire year. Like maybe they do and take some action behind the scenes. And then they come back the next year and they say, hey, okay, I'm ready for a promotion. And then they don't get it. So then I guess the second piece is not only did this woman have a development plan with her boss, which is great, she checked in on it and on a regular basis. She checked in with her boss to see if she was headed in the right direction. Another requirement if you have a development plan is that you actually have follow-up conversations throughout the year to make sure that you're headed in the right direction. And so both of those things are huge, like just really, really enormous in terms of your ability to get promoted and your ability to stay in front of your boss and really make those transitions into higher levels of leadership. I also want to point out that this sort of traditional approach to a development plan to get promoted really only works at that senior manager through senior director level. Once you start to get into that senior director to VP to SVP to C-suite, it's a whole different ballgame. So I need to do a separate podcast episode I'm realizing right now about the development plan that you need to create to get to vice president and senior vice president because that's a different transition. But in this particular case, a traditional development plan should work for you. 
because at that level, when you're a senior manager, a director, a senior director, you're really at the whim of your boss. But once you get into those higher levels of leadership, you're at the whim of your C-suite, right? It's a very different, you need to be building uh, relationships with your executive team. And they're the ones who become responsible for your development plan, not your direct boss, generally speaking. So that's something to kind of keep in mind, actually. Uh, I said I had to record a whole another podcast episode, but maybe if you just listen to what I'm offering today through that lens, if you're in that position looking to go from VP to SVP, really think about how can I just elevate everything that Stacy's talking about today? Because it's not just up to your boss at that point. It's, it's a much bigger deal for more people to be bought in on your promotion. But at that senior manager director level, it, it is a little bit more straightforward as to what it's going to take to get your next promotion. And I want to empower you in today's episode to really take that power for yourself. So when you're thinking about creating a development plan, what I will say is many of you are in the process of performance reviews, or you just did a year-end performance review in December or January, and, you know, it's a great opportunity to really bring this up and kickstart it. But you can bring up creating a development plan with your boss at any time. Number one rule, though, when I say any time, is not in the middle of one of your one-on-ones, like while you're doing a check-in about your work. Actually ask to schedule a separate conversation to talk about your development so that your boss also has dedicated time to really commit to thinking about it in that lens, because otherwise they're just going to be thinking about your work and the projects that you're working on. You really want to kind of take a step to the side and really give that dedicated time and space to only talking about your development plan. Let's say that you use this as an opportunity to create a development plan. The problem with asking your boss, what do I need to do is a lot of times your boss doesn't actually know. So they have a general sense of what it would take to get a promotion. But sometimes what is really true, what is actually happening behind the scenes is that your boss would like to think that they're empowered to give you a promotion. But the truth is that they're responsible for budgets, random reorgs that happen. You know, maybe their boss has to buy into it. So there's a lot of factors happening when your boss is giving you advice on what it's going to take to make your next promotion. So you need to understand that political landscape as well, because here's where this real problem comes in is as a like, imagine if your boss is a senior director and you're a senior manager wanting to become a director and your boss is you know, challenged with her own levels of authority, right? She may not realize that she's doing this, but she wants to have power too, right? She wants to have power and influence. And so you come up to her and you ask her for a development plan, just straight up. Like, let's say you don't offer any advice. You just say, can you create a development plan for me? Which is essentially what this other client, this pre-client who I start with next week did, is she said, hey, can you de- create a development plan for me? And of course, her boss said, sure, right? Because her boss also wants to be important. So even if her boss doesn't actually know what it's going to take to get her promoted, she's going to say what she thinks is going to take to get her promoted. So a lot of times I'll, I'll use the language of lying, like your boss is lying, but they're not maliciously lying, but they have 
their own stake in the game, right? Like they want to make sure that they're they're being in charge, that they're being empowered as well. And so they'll tend to make up a development plan for you to say, hey, if you do these certain things, I'm pretty sure you'll get promoted at the end of the year, right? Or they might base it on what it took to get themselves promoted. Like I, I just focused on my work. I took on high visibility projects. If you're hearing these terms, these terms are incredibly generic. They don't really mean anything. And then you do it, you take a quote unquote high visibility project. And I I mean, just the number of times that I've heard that somebody was told to take a high visibility project, they took the high visibility project. And at the end of the day, zero promotions is like every time, right? It doesn't work in and of itself. You still have to have a process that you're going through to use that high visibility project to equal a promotion. So first of all, the first thing I want you to know is that your boss is coming from their own lens, right? Like their own assumptions of what it's going to take to get you promoted. And really ask yourself, does this boss really know? Like, are they connected? If you have a VP or an SVP level boss, they're going to also give you very different advice on what it's going to take to get promoted than possibly a lower level boss because they they have transitioned. They know what it takes to be at that VP at SVP level, and they're going to use different language. So you're going to hear things come out of their mouth that are much more about you need to build a relationship with your CTO. Actually, if somebody tells you to build a relationship with the skip level or two levels higher, then that boss is not threatened. They're not triggered themselves, right? So that's actually a really good sign. That's a clue. I'm giving you like what I think about in my head when I'm coaching somebody. But it's a clue that that boss actually knows what they're talking about. Because when they're telling you to take on these high visibility projects, while it's true, you do need more visibility and you do need to prove yourself, so to speak, The problem is if they don't give you that support around what that high visibility project will mean and they don't actually give you a voice along the way, then you're just doing a bunch of grunt work for them. And, and, you know, like I said, it's not always malicious. Sometimes it is, but it's not always malicious. They don't mean to do it. They just that's like how their brain is wired and what's working and what's happening for them. So one of the best compliments that I got about my book, Promotions Made Easy, was a person who was a a chief operating officer at an organization, and she had a VP that was constantly asking her to get promoted, but she wasn't ready, quote unquote. And the COO knew about my book, and she said, here, read this. And she gave her a copy of my book. And she said to me, the compliment to me was, up until the point of reading your book, I didn't know what to tell her to do just really recognize that that's what's happening at the top is that we feel obligated to tell you because we're your boss, but we sometimes don't know what to tell you to do. And so she just said, here, do everything in this book and you'll be ready for a promotion, right? And that's what she did. So the woman is actually reading the book. She's applying what I share in the book. And then she's actually creating a development plan that is going to get her really, truly to that senior vice president level. So follow the steps in the book. And now I'm going to show you how to actually map out that development plan with your boss using the steps in the book today on this episode is what I'm, you know, what I'm getting at. But you have to understand the politics of the situation and the climate of what's happening around you. This is also the beauty of one-on-one coaching is 
I know like when you share information with me, I can read between the lines and actually see what's going on and share that with you. Because the more that you really understand the politics at play, the more that you can kind of get that bird's eye view so that you're not the victim of this situation, you're going to be so much more empowered to actually do something about it, to actually move forward. So the first thing that I told the woman that I did the consultation with was, you know, she really relied and believed her boss when she said, here, do these things and you will be promoted at the end of the year. And then so then she just buckled down. She took on a couple extra projects and then come the end of the year and her boss said, "Eh, you know what? Why don't you work on these things next year? And then now she's coming to me. She's like, "Ah, I'm kind of on to this now. I kind of see what's going on here. I think this is going to be a dead end. And I want to usurp this and just tell you it's always a dead end. Like, please, please, please do not wait an entire year doing exactly what your boss said with the high hopes that you'll get promoted at the end of the year. (laughs) It just doesn't happen. The only sense where I've seen it happen is when Actually, it just it really, I you know, my mind is blown at the number of times that it doesn't happen. It's just like almost a guarantee. The women who do get promoted at the end of the year, they knew six months earlier that they were getting promoted. Like maybe a skip level told them or there's actually a succession plan happening. So like their boss is getting promoted and then you're going to slide into that role. Like there's actually forward movement it just really doesn't typically happen where it's like, ta-da, here's your promotion. You did all the things on this piece of paper. So then what? So why is it important if you're not going to get promoted based on a piece of paper at the end of the year and because you did all these things on a piece of paper, why is it so important to have a development plan? It is so important because It forces a conversation about your future growth, your commitment to the organization on a regular basis, not just once a year, but on a regular basis. It says, hey, I am here to grow and to learn. I am willing to hold myself accountable. And I want to make sure that we're having very open dialogue so that I can pivot along the way. So this forces you to remember about your development plan throughout the year so that you also don't get so busy and forget about it. But also it kind of forces them to think about what you need to do. So if out of the gate once a year, your boss is confused and doesn't really know what you need to do to get promoted. If you keep bringing this up every six weeks or so, they're going to kind of figure it out. They're going to think a little bit better about it. They'll be like, you know what? I really like her and I do want her to succeed. So I'm going to think about this a little bit more. And so that's the other thing that can start to happen. So the goal of a development plan is not because you need this like legal document to hold them accountable. The goal of a development plan is to initiate conversation and it forces that dialogue to happen back and forth. The other thing that it does is it gives you permission then. So we talk about visibility a lot. You'll hear me talk about 15-minute ally meetings, which is this ultimate process that I created so that you can get that visibility with senior executive leadership. And this is a huge part about pretty standard for development plans across the board that we all need more visibility. I mean, all the way up to the top. Everybody needs more visibility. And even at the bottom, you know, ICs need visibility to leadership, right? Like everybody needs visibility. So 
this is a pretty standard thing, but it, in order to get that visibility, it's kind of hard to get on the person's calendar. You know, people feel very limited. What are we going to talk about? But if you have in your development plan this idea of visibility and you have identified four or five major key influencers that you need to get in front of on a regular basis and your boss has given you permission to do so and you feel like you have the very open floor to do this, you can use your development plan as the reason to get in the door, right? The initial opening of the door can happen because that person is part of your development plan. And generally speaking, they're very responsive. They want to talk to you about it again because most executive leaders like this proactive approach. They're constantly thinking three steps ahead of the game. They have to anticipate obstacles. They have to make decisions ahead of time without all of the information. This is part of the job requirement. And so when you start to show up, this is part of that executive ahead of time kind of concept where we really become that executive leader ahead of time is we are, it's like, it's like a meta thing, you know, by having the development plan, you are showing that you are a proactive leader, that you'll be successful at the executive suite. Like all of those things kind of play in. It's like you're walking the talk. You are the person that you are presenting yourself as, right? So senior executive leaders, especially like bosses don't necessarily pick up on this because they think, well, I'm their boss. It's their job to have a development plan and my job to do it with them. But at the executive level, they don't see that sort of skip level and and double skip level um, conversations happening as much. And so you're going to stand out just because you're initiating these conversations. That's a huge piece of how we can begin to leverage this development plan. The other thing is, and, and what I think I'm going to spend the rest of the conversation uh, on, is that proactive nature, right? When I was talking to the woman on the consultation, there was a passivity to it. There was a sense of, tell me what to do, right? Tell me what I'm supposed to do to get promoted. And then there was an obedient uh, student quality. Like, I did these things. I should be promoted. Teacher, student, basically. And in leadership, and I'll say in an executive leadership, but really all across the board, if you want to be seen as a leader, obedient student is not part of that equation, right? Like, it really isn't. And so in order to be seen as a leader, you have to lead. You have to initiate the conversation about your development. Your boss is not responsible for this. Then you want to offer up some ideas. Here are some of the categories that I've been thinking about on areas that I could develop over the next year. Is this aligned with what you think it will take as well? The other thing you can do is you can ask the question up front, which is, what do you think I need to do to get promoted next year? I have ambitions to grow. I want to make a bigger impact at this organization. I think that if I am at the senior director level, I can affect change more quickly, right? All of those things. So you have am ambitions, not just because you want to make more money, which is also really important, <laughs> but according to them, it's how can I really do the work that I'm good at and want to do more of, and how can I stay at this company long term? So that's the motivation for your promotion anyway. So you're having this proactive conversation and let's let's go back to the example of taking on a high visibility project, okay? So your boss says, I think you need more high visibility projects. And then you say, oh, okay. And then how do I get that? And then she says, well, actually we have this project coming up and I'm gonna put you as the lead on it. And you're like, great, that's amazing, right? 
And so now here, you know, like I really want you to ask yourself where your brain goes on this. It's like, great, that's amazing. Well, now you have all this extra work to do, right? So you're just going to buckle down and do a really good job at this new high visibility project. Eh, no, thank you. So you get this information and you're like, okay, great. And you take it back. So now what you're going to do in your next six-week check-in is you're going to come up with three categories that are going to lead you to having success on this high-visibility project. So in terms of, at, at this point, in terms of success, it's going to, in your mind, it's so that it leads to a promotion, but it's also success on the project, right? So you don't want to overemphasize the only reason I'm doing this project is to get a promotion because you keep doing that every six weeks, you're going to annoy your boss. So this is the fine line. So I really want to make sure that you start to transition it because you've already got a development plan. Your boss has already said this high visibility project is going to lead to a promotion. Great. So take their word for it at that point, but then make sure that you do certain things to ensure success. And so every six weeks as part of your development still, you're going to talk about three categories. And you can come up with these three categories on your own. But essentially, this is where something like the steps inside my book are going to come into play. So I always talk about having that clear vision, being able to pull yourself out of the weeds. So I would definitely include something about how you're going to stay much more engaged at a strategic level. And you're going to begin to implement and delegate some of the lower level responsibilities to either, you know, direct reports or consultants, like whatever your situation might be, or other teams, but really making sure that you stay and ensure that you're operating at that higher level and able to see that bigger picture. And of course, there's going to be some things that you're going to be the doer on, but ensuring that there's a certain percentage of that doing that is also operating at that higher level. Another piece is your executive communication, making sure that you're aligned with key stakeholders and you're communicating the larger vision. So one is you both have to understand what the larger vision, how it ties into the CEO's goals, the organizational goals, and then also continuously communicate that throughout the project. And then the third piece can be something about making sure that you're building trusts and partnerships. This is different than that vision piece and getting alignment with stakeholders, but this is making sure that you genuinely have visibility along the way. So how can I leverage this project then to make sure that I really get in front of those senior executives so that they kind of basically know what I'm working on? so that then they can give me resources and so on. So you can use like the 15-minute ally building process along the way to continue building that trust. So those are just some examples of some of the categories that you could put into play on your development plan to ensure that this high-profile project actually leads to something for you and your own growth at the end of the year. And then it's basically rinse and repeat. Like I said, these are some of the milestones. You want to check in with them every couple of weeks. You want to genuinely say, this is what I've been working on. Is this still aligned with what you're thinking? You're being very proactive about obstacles, really kind of thinking three steps ahead. Again, walking the talk, showing your boss, and also sharing with executive leadership that you are on this development path. And then right around the six-month mark, let's say you have 
perform or you only have promotion opportunities once a year. I mean, most companies have it twice a year, but let's say you have it once a year. Around the six-month mark, you're then checking in again more specifically about your promotion, right? If you haven't talked about it for the past six months, then you do like a really like fake performance review for yourself. Be super proactive about it. One of the challenges that comes up for a lot of people is once they start to be super proactive about this, they solicit a lot of annoying feedback from their boss. So it starts to sound like their boss is being very nitpicky about their work and their boss is telling them what to do all the time. Whereas when they didn't have this development plan in place, their boss left them alone, quote unquote. So that seems like a better process. And you're like, isn't it better to just be doing my work all the time? Like, why do I have to keep engaging and dealing with feedback? And the truth is that it is an important part of being able to be an executive leader is to proactively figure out how to get feedback. And what I want to encourage you to do is to drive the conversation. If you're driving the feedback, you're not going to get as much annoying nitpicky feedback. The reason that we get annoying nitpicky feedback is because we're consistently asking them, what do you think? Right? And we're just leaving it at that. And then they have to make up something. I mean, have you ever been in a position where you had to give positive and negative feedback to somebody you didn't really have anything negative to say, so you just made it up, right? Like you just embellished it. And it wasn't really that bad, but you kind of just start going off on it because you're like, well, I have nothing else to say. That's what's going to end up happening. So you want to make sure that you're proactive about it. You're very clear. You're not necessarily even always asking for their opinion. You're just doing it like a check-in, just like you would on your work product, Right. Every single thing that you're sharing with your boss, you're not asking for their opinion about it. If you were, it would drive you crazy. So make sure you continue to do that with your development plan as well. Be very clear. Like, I, I'm just sharing this information with you. But if you have anything to add, please do. But I, I just want to keep you up to date. I just want to loop you in. I just want to keep you informed. As opposed to what do you think? If you keep asking them what do you think, they're going to tell you what they think and it's going to start to get annoying, right? So that's what I want you to avoid. But I also want you to know how to solicit feedback. Again, walking the talk. If you can get good feedback, if you can manage your emotions around that feedback, not let it trigger you, not let it piss you off, not let it frustrate you, not let it stress you out, but be able to look at it very objectively and say, what does this mean? It helps if you have a coach on the other side, somebody like me who is sharing with you, uh, this is what I think that actually means. This sounds like it's their own issue, right? Generally speaking, I'm pretty good at this. This is why people call me the uh, boss whisperer is because I, I typically kind of know what's going on in your boss's head. And it's because I work with so many bosses, right? Try this out. This is going to be your new development opportunities, your new development plan going forward. You're going to take a proactive approach. You now have some of those answers to roadblocks along the way. Also continue to check in with me along the way. I have a ton of free resources, making sure that you're kind of staying on point and you're looking at the things that really matter versus what your boss is telling you. And then continue to build those relationships relationship, relationship, relationship. It matters because you get the visibility, but it also matters because you get the information. You know what other people at your organization care about, and you can begin to tailor your conversations accordingly so that you can have more recognition, power, and influence. 
All right, my friends, have a wonderful week and I'll see you soon. Bye. Before you go, I have a question for you. Do you know how close you are to your next promotion? Really? Not what your boss has told you, not what you even believe to be true, but have you actually taken the time to sit down, take an assessment, review the five categories that it takes to get promoted into senior executive leadership positions and decided where you fall in each category and given yourself a ranking on a scale of one to 10 of how close you are to getting your next promotion? Have you done this? Well, now's your chance. If that feels interesting to you and you're like, hey, I want to know exactly how close I might actually be or how far away you might be and what it's going to take to get you even closer, then I invite you to take my promotability quiz. This is a quiz that I put together with practical tips that actually tell you where you're lacking and where you're winning. What are the areas that you actually need to improve and not necessarily what your boss is telling you all the time so that you can take concrete steps towards landing that next promotion and changing the face of the leadership table. Go to yourpromotabilityscore.com to take your free assessment today, yourpromotabilityscore.com, and let me know how it goes.